Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. But let's get to him because he's been good enough to drop by the Lumo Energy Studio here just hundreds of metres away from the magnificent Adelaide Oval on the back of the first day where the Aussies stumps have India six for 233. Jared Waitley is his name. Jared, thanks for stopping by. Kane, good morning. It, well, what a day. Yeah, it was a terrific day. It's, it offered all the different rhythms of test cricket, the, the period of occupation and an eventful start and a really eventful finish, which is what we've come to expect from the pink ball. You, you sort of, you lay in wait as the light changes and wonder where it will come from. And by the end of the day, you're going, it, it's not as good as India would have hoped for an hour out. And then it wasn't as bad as mm. India would have feared half an hour out. And somewhere in there is, is your judgment on where it sits. I, I think it's pretty even to be honest, because 233, the, the little rattle along at the end of the scoreboard while Australia was searching for wickets suited India's cause. Anything around 280, keeping in mind that two years ago they won a day test with the first innings of 250 India. So, yeah, the runs will creep up there quickly. There are storylines everywhere, and a lot of those will come from when the Aussies bat. But let's go through and work our way through the biggest storylines yes. yesterday. There is, there's none bigger than Coley being run out by Rahane. Now, I couldn't imagine a worse feeling in sport than running out your captain and an icon of the game when he's on 74 at such a pivotal moment just before the new ball was due. What did you make of it? Well, Coley was on track for a century. He was. And it, it wasn't always like that, as he might have been out on 16 if Australia had used their review. It was a rickety period, I think, while he was batting with Pajara. He got struck on the thumb. Australia had just pulled short leg out, ballooned up, probably would have been caught. But he had settled into his rhythm late in the second session and certainly in what we regard as the difficult period in the third. And you're starting to run through, okay, so Coley's here for one test. His force of personality defines his cricket and it characterises his nation. He was on course for that monumental century to set the tone before he departs the team and to give them the best chance to be one nil up. He's batting with his vice captain who's about to take the reins and who he has endorsed is India won't fall apart when I leave because Ajinka Rahane is ready for this. And they've batted extremely well together, much better than Kohli and Pajara batted together. And then Rahane balks at a single, a single that he calls and I, I asked Simon Kadich this late in the night. At what point does the moral obligation kick in, Kane, to complete that run? He had to go. You called it. You left. The icon of the nation is at the other end on his way to a staring century. You can't stop. You can't change your mind from yes to no. Just keep going. 
and keep running to the dugout. He had to go. And I, I want to ask the question, and we take a lot of your calls, and we'll do that right through until 12 o'clock. 0433 98 11 16. Is there a worse feeling in sport than running out your skipper who's on 74 just before the new ball's due in an underlights test at the Adelaide Oval where things do funny things with the ball when India went on to lose 3 for 18 after that? I can't think of many worse. Now, you've been to Olympic Games. I think a false start in a swimming event, if you were the second person to false start and being disqualified for that. Yep. You're letting yourself down as an individual. This is a team aspect as well. You know, just from a footy standpoint, you know, kicking across goal and turning it over in your back 50 that costs you a goal is awful and you want to shrink into the ground. But that's right up there. I can't think of much worse. Because you don't get... Like footy offers you the chance to onwards. Like yeah. it's the and team like, environment, and that's correct. one goal. You move on. <laughs> it probably is. So Brad Haddon said the two worst feelings in cricket were dropping a catch yep. and running your teammate out. And in these circumstances, I, I would drop fifty catches <laughs> rather than run Virat Kohli out. <laughs> you just forfeit your place in the team oh. dropping catches before you'd run Virat Kohli out. I, I would. Whose obligation is it to to have the conversation at the end of play? Does Rahane have to go to Coley or does Coley go, no, you're never going to come and see me. I better come and see you. Well, it's a it's a pivotal moment and we can, we can laugh about it. But in terms of the attitude for the whole team, I think it would have been a great statement because the cameras were going to Coley and he was sitting on the dugout and he was visibly upset and visibly frustrated, particularly as the wickets fell with the new ball. I think a pivotal moment from a team aspect and a great leader would go and address it straight away and in full view of the rest of the team. It's like, hey, we're, we're in this. Like, this, yeah. isn't, this isn't a disaster. We haven't been skittled for 87 on the first day. We are right in this. We've still you know, put on another 50, as you say. We're probably, we're probably in front. So I think a pivotal moment for whatever happened, I don't know what happened, um, for him to do that and show some leadership, it would have been a, a bit of a statement for him. I'm, I'm a bit the same. I, I think... Once they don't get bowled out, because he's sitting there, not only he's stewing on the personal side of things, but also around the team, they had built up the the potential for advantage and then that got squandered. And Rahane didn't recover. He made one more run. He was out. And you you regularly see that in cricket. That's a lot to get over within an innings. Mm. And Bahari uh, made a rapid fire um, uh, 16 and then was out LBW. If they had been bowled out, the ramifications of it were far greater, but they've still got four wickets in hand. So I'm a bit the same. I think I think it's Coley's to put aside, but the magnitude of it, and you're right, is that there's, there's, you can have a laugh about, but it defined the day. It's possible that it will define the test match, and it's entirely possible it will define the series. Mm. Is India for what might have been, and think about what a Coley century in this test match might have done to stamp them and set them on their way if that leads to victory and then if that sets up the opportunity to win the series. Like, mo- there are moments in test series and we've lived through an, an ashes in recent times or there are, there are just defining moments that happen. This is the first of this series and who's to say what shadow it casts. And it, it's what we love about it. Like yeah. The defining, for, for such a long and arduous day, there can be just moments that, as you say, define not only the test match but the series and particularly with Coley with only one innings left. It's going to be interesting to see how they play it. 0433981116, the worst feelings in sport. Reflect on your experiences playing Mm -hmm. local sport or whatever sport you played. 
what do you think is is one of the worst feelings in sport? I was so impressed by the Aussies yesterday. Yes, yeah, so I, I. I just thought it was an outstanding. They hardly gave an inch, and it had me thinking um, last night in terms of a four bowlers, and you can add Green into the mix now that we've ever had in the history of Australian cricket. And there's been some unbelievable combinations. And you know, growing up for me to to have Shane Warne and how lucky we were to witness that. And Glenn McGrath just giving nothing away. Jason Gillespie, Brett Lee, those four spring to mind for me because that's my era. But Lion Hazelwood Stark um, and Cummins is is hard to top. Are they, are they right up there? I think they are. They were outstanding in their planning yesterday. I don't think there was much in it for them. I don't think the pitch no. offered great assistance and the cloud cleared as as play was set to commence. So there wasn't a lot through the air. Australia's had two years to think about how to bowl to India. And particularly, I think the best example is Cheteswa Prajara, who faced, what was it, 1,258 mm. balls in the previous series. And, and just dominated Australia, battered Australia into the ground. Yesterday was different. There were, he did occupy for 160 balls, but it was nothing like the way that he batted two years ago. He's called the wall. There, there were there were routinely cracks in that wall yesterday. He was unsettled early. Australia had a plan. The short leg is is used very um, only briefly in modern Test cricket. The short leg was in place for clearly the majority of overs yesterday and, and a vast majority, I would suspect 85% of the day, there was a short leg mm. in place. There was a leg gully employed. They tied up his capacity to score. So occupation is one thing, but stalling is another. They stalled Pajara. And then as soon as Lyon came into the attack and they used the silly mid off. Now, two years ago, this was the point of great debate is why didn't Australia use the player under his nose on the offside to prevent him just kicking the ball away repeatedly over and over. And they did. So head went in under the helmet there. And honestly, there were chances the whole way through when Lyon was bowling to him. There was a chance to head, which I don't think he could have grasped. There was a chance to wade at short leg, which he probably should have grasped. There was a chance to Labashain at leg slip. And then they finally got him. It seemed inevitable that they would get Pajara bat pad. Mm. And they did for, um, for 43. That's a clear win for Australia. And they made Coley and Rahane work really hard for their runs. I thought they were exceptionally well planned. And more than that, they executed, I think, on a day that didn't offer a lot brilliantly. Just metronomic in what they were doing. I was very impressed with Green. His, mm. He hit his markers plus 140 straight away. He looked really, he was energetic. He looked comfortable. He beat the outside edge. He, he caused a few dramas along the way as a, as a reinforcement fourth seamer, that's going to work. After one day, I think you can yeah. say that's going to serve Australia well. He's a striking figure. I was you know, just watching him in the National Anthem and he's 200 centimetres. Yeah. He's every bit of it and he's 21 years of age. And I think you know, I think he's genuinely someone who will be a, an absolute star of this country for the next 10 to 12 years. And I haven't even seen him bat yet. So nine overs he bowled, which is about what we expected and he was, was on the money. And hopefully he gets his first wicket. That'll be a great it story would. today as well. He came close yeah. late last night. I don't night. know whether he'll get much of a look in this morning because it is a, a new ball. I imagine they'll start with Stark and Hazelwood and then Cummins. I don't think they keep Lyon out of it for too long mm. either. So he might have to wait till the second innings. But regardless, I think you can you can make your early judgments and go, we haven't had that player 
for a long time. Bowling the plus 140s is, is the fourth seamer when Mitch Marsh has played. He doesn't bite, bowl quite that quickly. Mm. He's always been a threat in England, for instance, but a little bit less so here. Yeah, there was a, There's a lot to like. I, I think the bowling core, the planning, I think Justin Langer would be really pleased with all that they'd spoken about and all that they'd learnt from two years ago. They, they put into action and they've given us a, a good hint. But still, there's 233 runs there on the is, board and yeah. there's four wickets in hands. And uh, the difference between 250, 275, 300 and 320 today is enormous. Like, that's the test match. Yep. It's the next four wickets and 70 runs. It, it'll define the test. Number of chances fell just short. I can't remember. So there's probably four that fell just short uh, in slips. There was, you know, a few that fell just meters either side of short leg, as you, you explained. So the Aussies had their opportunities through some uh, luck that didn't go their way. Um, they could have probably dismissed India out for, for, for 200. Today's going to be a massive day when the Aussies get their opportunity to bat. I, I heard you discussing it with Pete Lawler yesterday in terms of the Joe Burns selection. You joined us on SEN yesterday and explained that you're a bit shocked that he, that he got the nod. We're hoping, we're wishing, yeah. and we, we, we want him to do well, but it's hard to make a case for him today. So it's all fingers crossed. It is. I, I feel like yeah. we're the, the debate is, uh, is not only necessary, it's essential. It's essential that there's accountability in these things and we're, we're right to cast our own judgments. But ultimately, when he walks out to bat, we all cross our fingers mm. and hope for the best. We want the triumph against the odds here. And we also want Matthew Wade to be successful. So... Wade has served Australia extremely well, and in a way, like he he's a problem solver for them. So he's going to. I listened to him yesterday. He's never opened the batting in any form of red ball, pink ball mm. cricket. Mm. So he does in white ball cricket, but it's a totally different thing. So he said he's batted seven six five four three, and now he'll one. bat two and one uh, at in the in the twilight of his career. So it is fingers crossed. But it's not to underestimate what they're up against. It's Boomer and Shammy, world-class opening bowlers, formidable task. And I do think there'll be – what happens there will have an emotional impact on the team. Mm. So they all know that as a collective, they're taking chances here. If it works, it'll be a boom for, for the batting lineup. If they're none for 40, it doesn't have to be extravagant. Mm. None for 40 and Labashan and Smith will be smiling, ready to get out there. And if the early wickets fall, it'll have that, oh, we knew this was a risk. So they own it. I thought Pete Lawler had a really nice way of saying, this is not about Joe Burns anymore. This is about the selectors. Mm. They've made the call. As Burns hasn't put himself in the team, mm. all judgment sits on them. In a way, Burns is sort of freed up from that. It's just the problem is his game is in no shape that we've seen, hopefully, Across a few days, he's got a method that might serve him well in the middle. You played the grab of David Warner speaking yesterday. I should credit where it was from. I, I can't recall. Um, um, Bensley on SEN track. Thank you for that. He said that he's running at a speed of about 14 kilometres an hour. He needs to get to 26, 27 kilometres an hour before he's confident to run between the wickets and field and move sideways. It doesn't, doesn't sound like he's back anytime. No, he's not playing boxing no. day. Uh, I think he, he kept the, the optimism that you have to as an athlete, I'm sure. You talk to people around the Australian lineup. The decisions that they're making are for two tests, and there's a longer break than usual before between Melbourne and Sydney. Sydney doesn't start to Jan seven, so Australia won't. I I can't believe they're taking any chances with Warner. We won't see him in Melbourne. So what's what they're 
what they're trying here is going to have to hold for two tests or, or get minor adjustments, but I'm sure these are, are two test decisions. Jared, stick around. We'll take a, a short breather here. If you want to have your say on the first day, you can. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you've got a question for Jared, of course, we'll get through a number of your texts as well. 0433981116. And we'll be back after this. On SEN, the captain's run with Kane Corns. Our temper text is busy. 0433981116. Come on, Kane. You serious about what an enthralling day's cricket is? Just shows how satisfied we've become with mediocrity. If boycott had bought us to death like that, the crowd would have been heckling them all day long. If only the glory days of Richard Sayberg and both were there, says Cole in Lara. Well, I'm a little bit sick of the high run scoring BBL and short formats that we've just become accustomed to. It was good to see a different aspect of what makes test cricket so good. I thought it was a terrific battle. And that that's a completely legit view. There mm. were both views around the media area yesterday. Some people were really cranky and come on, get on with it. And some people were enthralled by the duels that were going on and the mm. tactics that were being worked through. There'll be a big payoff to a day like that. Like th- this test will now edge its way towards something great. Mm. Whereas if, if India make 380 on the first day or Australia bowl them out for 160, you sort of scupper the test. It's poised. A few questions for you as well, Jared. We just spoke off air about Sydney situation and the Premier over there is going to update everyone at 11 o'clock, but she has said this morning to expect more cases. The New Year's test is in Sydney as it sits. Um, con- contingency plans, do you think? I would think so. In the same way that there were a couple of days where there would have been contingency plans around Adelaide's test, it's, it's less about whether you can go to Sydney and everything about whether you can leave Sydney. So it's a quick turnaround Sydney to Brisbane and it's no good being in Sydney if the borders are closed to Queensland. Mm. So we'll have Nick Hockley, the interim chief executive of Cricket Australia on in our pre-match today. And I'm sure they'll be really circumspect, but there'll be a couple of options. There'll be not to leave Melbourne unless you're absolutely guaranteed about being able to get out of New South Wales mm. once you play the Sydney test or there'll be the option to go straight to Queensland if if it escalates from here and if states close borders. So it'll have nothing to do with sport. It'll all be on what governments do to their borders around New South Wales. And I heard you speak yesterday on the coverage about Will Pukowski and this, the delicate situation that uh, he is in. And you're reading between the lines on something Justin Langer has said, and you're not 100% sure whether he'll be back because there's a question here from Damien asking you whether he'll be included in the squad for Melbourne. So he's still in the squad. It, Melbourne's his hometown. That's where he is. I just, when I listened to Justin Langer and he expressed his concern, both the short-term and the long-term concern, it led me to think that they'll take a really conservative approach with what now is a ninth concussion. Mm-hmm. So he would have played here. It would have been a formality that he was playing in the Boxing Day test. Um. He was still experiencing symptoms a couple of days ago. I'm not quite sure how his health is right now. I'll probably, I'll probably now be surprised if he plays a test match um, in this summer. I'd be surprised if he plays Boxing Day. It's just, it's just reading between the lines. It wasn't mm. the as soon as with the green concussion. It was that, as soon as he's clear of the protocols, he's in. Yep. he's in pending this. Langer's language is really different around Pukowski, and well, it should be. Mm. 
Well, it should be with a young player who's suffered multiple concussions. There's, there's a lot of different obligations of care around here. And while I think as a nation, we've felt this, this incredible urge to have Bukowski there and a level of impatience. I think we all have to look at the big picture of what concussion is in sport and go, okay, it'll, it'll happen when it happens. Before we let you go, whose dressing room would you have rather been in last night? I think Australia's with the proviso that they get through quickly today. So India's tail is dangerous. The two out in the middle are, are accomplished. Saha, who we well know from a, a big century that he made against Australia, Ashwin's made multiple test centuries. The three at the bottom are sort of all or nothing. Yadav, um, Shami, and and we just saw Boomerah in the A game. So they'll, they'll swing it around. Mm. And as I said, the the next 70 runs will actually determine the test match. So can India get them? So I, I like Australia if they take quick wickets. Looking forward to the coverage once again for an enthralling test match. Uh, you were headed up from 12.30, the pre-match starts today. That's, I think that's right. I, keep the you better check that, Jeremy. I reckon it's 1 o'clock Melbourne, 12.30 Adelaide. There you go, 1 o'clock Melbourne. Tune in for what's going to be a great day. Enjoy the rest of it, and we'll catch up with you shortly. Cheers, Kane. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.